We became entrepreneurs because more than anything, we want freedom. We want to be in control of our own schedule, income, and life. But unfortunately, that isn't always the reality of being a business owner. I'm Gillian Perkins, and I'm on a mission to take back entrepreneurship for what it's supposed to be. In every episode, I'll share with you how to get the most out of every hour you work so that you can work less and earn more. Let's get to it. Over the past few weeks, we've talked about big picture marketing strategy and those three main ingredients that are necessary for your online business to actually make money. I've gone in depth about how to find and create a profitable product to sell and how to find people to sell it to. But how do you actually do that? How do you sell it? Because here's the thing, you can have an amazing product and you can have an audience of exactly the right people. But if you don't have a working sales system, then your business still isn't going to make you any money. And that is a big problem, especially if you've put in all the work of creating an awesome product, if you've put in all the work of building your audience and you're not making much or any money yet, you know, that's a big problem. We need to solve that. So let's talk about how to create a sales system for your business. And to start out, let's talk about what a sales system even is. So really simply put, a sales system is just a process that guides your people to purchase your product. You sometimes hear sales systems called sales funnels. These two terms basically mean the same thing. Either way, your sales system or your sales funnel is going to have three main steps. First, you've got attract, then develop, and then close. Let me break down what each of those steps involves. So the first part of your funnel or your sales system is attracting people, attracting the right people. It's really about getting the attention of the right people and getting them interested in what you have to offer. Now, you can do this many different ways. The most common ways are either with free content, paid advertising, or with strategic partnerships. And if you are using free content, keep in mind that because here you're trying to get visibility, you're trying to get the attention of people who you don't yet have their attention, it is really important that you're putting your free content onto a platform that is really supportive of either search or sharing. So for example, on YouTube, people are searching for terms and then videos pop up so they can find your content that way. Or if you publish content on your blog, people can find that content on Google or other search engines, or it can be shared on Pinterest. Or on social media, the content is really shareable and sometimes somewhat searchable also, so people can find it because their friends have liked it or their friends have shared it with them or different ways like that. What we want to avoid when we are creating that attract content, if you are using content marketing for this part of your funnel, is creating content on platforms where it is hard to search for it or share it. I'm looking at you, podcasts. I love podcasts, but they're not the most shareable or searchable, at least at this point in time. So podcasts are an amazing part of your funnel, but they're not necessarily the best for attracting leads. However, they are great for the next part of your funnel, which is developing your leads. So this is the second step of your sales system. You need to develop your leads. Basically, once you have a potential customer's attention, once they're a little bit interested in what you're talking about, well, now you need to grow trust with them. 
Don't get this wrong, though, because when I say trust, the first thing that comes to my mind is probably like convincing them that you're not going to swindle them, convincing them that you're not lying. But that's not really what I'm talking here. That's kind of an assumption, a given, right? Instead, when I say trust, when I say you need to develop trust with your potential customer, I'm actually really talking about their trust in your expertise. They need to trust that you know what you're talking about so that they trust that you can help them so that they want to buy your product. Or if you're not selling a product that exactly solves a problem for them, for example, let's say you have a jewelry brand, okay, and you're selling your jewelry online, well, they still need to trust that your products are good quality, right? That your products aren't going to give them a rash or irritate their skin or anything like that. So you'll need to think about this in relation to whatever you specifically are selling. But for any transaction to take place, for anyone to feel comfortable making a purchase and to do so, they need to trust the person who is selling the product. And that is really what the develop stage is all about. Now, you can do this develop stage typically with content. That's the most common way that we see people doing it. And you can use something like a podcast where, you know, the person has already found your brand. So you don't need to really worry about discoverability or shareability or anything like that because you already have a connection with this person. They're already following you on some social media platform or ideally on your email list. So you can send your podcast episode straight to them. Of course, you don't have to do it with a podcast, though. You can do it via email. That's another really common and probably the easiest way to do it. Or you can do it with your content on social media or blogs. However, it tends to work the best to do it in a slightly more intimate way, a slightly more direct way, something like a podcast where you're having a bit more of a personal connection with them. You're right there in their earbuds or email where you're in their inbox and you're getting your messages straight to them. Now, once you have attracted this lead and you've developed them, you've developed trust with them, then you come to the third and final step, which is the close. And this is where you actually make the sale. And this can actually be the easiest part of the process. I know it's the part that a lot of the time at the beginning, you feel maybe the most concerned about. Maybe you think you're not good at sales or something like that. But once you have attracted that person, once you have developed that trust with them, you have a relationship with them, Honestly, closing the lead can be as simple as just telling them about your product and asking them if they want it. Often, just doing that will make the sale. Now, closing can be done on any platform, but email and webinars are the most common. Again, you need a platform that is fairly intimate, but you also need a platform where you can deliver in a timely way. So for example, with a podcast or with a blog, people might be consuming that content way after you created it, which is great. That's because it's evergreen, but that's not necessarily good for running a promotion or a sale or something like that, where maybe you have an open and a closed date for the offer. So the offer is only available for a limited amount of time. Having a deadline for your offer so that it's only available for a limited time almost always increases your conversion rate and makes you way more sales. So you need to deliver your close content in a platform, on a platform where you can do it in a timely way. And so that's why email's great because obviously people consider emails to be a time sensitive thing. You send a message, they get it almost immediately. And then if they're going to open it, they do so within a day or two at most. 
And then the other really common way to deliver the closed content is with a webinar, especially a live webinar, because with a webinar, you are talking to them in real time over Zoom or over some sort of streaming software. And so they're getting that message about the offer that is available right now, right when it actually is available. Now, there are ways that you can use pre-recorded webinars and you can use your webinar recording on Evergreen for your automated funnel. And I would love to teach you more about that. And I have some past episodes you can listen to as well where I talk about that. But even then, we're typically making the recording only available at certain times so that it can correspond with when the offer is actually available, when your cart is open so that people are listening to it and hearing about the offer at the right time. Again, we'll talk more about that in another episode. But right now, let's just summarize real quick. So we've got these three steps, attract, develop, and close. You have to have all three of these in your sales system to be able to make a sale. Now, sometimes they look super simple. So simple that you might even think that a brand doesn't have one of these pieces or two of these pieces, but they're always all there. So for example, let's say you went to, you know, I had this example earlier of a brand that's selling jewelry. Well, maybe you went to their website and you just like bought the thing right on their website and you're like, they didn't have a sales funnel. Well, actually, how did you get to their website? Did a friend tell you about it? Well, that was their attract step. Or did you find it on Google? Okay, so you find it via search on a search engine. That was their attract step. Okay, and then how did they develop you? Well, once you landed on their website, did you read some testimonials? Or did you see some nice product photography? Or maybe you read the reviews? That was how they developed you. And then finally, they closed you by telling you about the product itself and including a buy now button. And then they had their checkout system all set up so that you could purchase the product on your own without them having to ring you up. And that's what made their system automated. Okay, so one, two, three, as easy as that, right? Well, maybe not quite. (laughs) So building a money-making sales system is one of those things that is super simple in theory. You know, I just explained it to you in less than 10 minutes, breaking it down into three simple steps. But I'll be the first to admit that it is often a lot more difficult in practice. Let me share with you my story just to illustrate this principle here, okay? So the first three or four, maybe even five sales systems that I built did not work. And when I say they did not work, that is not me exaggerating at all. They did not earn me a single dollar, okay? Not a single penny. And that was really disappointing after I had spent dozens and dozens of hours on each of them. Now, I would love to tell you that after all this failure, I suddenly finally had some grand moment of epiphany and figured out exactly what I was doing wrong and fixed that thing and then made a gazillion dollars. That's not what happened. You know, that would have been so nice, but it just isn't what happened. And I don't think that's how success normally happens. Even in the case of a seemingly overnight success, as we know, generally, it was actually a long time coming. Even if, you know, we finally went from zero to earning $100,000 in a year, which I basically did, there still was a lot of growth that happened before that. It just wasn't growth in my bank account. It was personal growth. It was mental growth. Basically, it was learning. And what that learning process looked like was a little something like this. I did that first failed launch and it didn't work. 
And I was confused and disappointed and discouraged. But then I decided to try to figure out what had gone wrong. So I went and I looked at all the numbers for the launch. You know, how many people had shown up for the webinar? How many people had purchased? Zero. How many people had been getting my emails? How many people were on my list? How many people had liked my social posts? All those different things. And basically, I backwards engineered the launch. So I tried to figure out what the earliest point of failure was. Because when we talk about this sales system or this sales funnel, it's a flow. There's a start and there's an end. And the end is making the sale. But the start is just getting that visibility, attracting those leads. So I was looking for what was the first thing that had gone wrong? Had I gotten visibility, but then those people hadn't been interested in my webinar topic or hadn't signed up for my email list or the wait list? Or had they done that, but then they hadn't shown up for the webinar or they hadn't opened my emails? And to be entirely honest, with that first launch that I was analyzing, the point of failure was actually the very, very, very first step. It was that I had no audience and I didn't really have a good visibility strategy. And so I simply had not attracted any leads. So I focused on fixing that problem. How can I get leads? Because I had to have some leads flowing through my funnel to be able to measure how well it was working and measure those other aspects of it, right? So I focused on fixing that. Then once I had some leads, I'd done that attract stage, then I tried launching again. And again, I made no money at all. Okay, so I did that again. I backwards engineered again, again, looking for the earliest point of failure. Now, it wasn't that I didn't have any leads. I had fixed that problem. But my leads hadn't registered for my webinar. So even though I had some people on my email list, I had some people following me on social media, they weren't even registering for my webinar. Okay, so clearly they're not interested in my webinar topic or they're not interested in this topic at all, like the thing that my product is about. So I tested out some different topics with them. And then once I had that data and how I did that was I polled them about what they were looking for, about what they were struggling with. And then I tested out some different product ideas. Well, once I did that, then I tried launching again. Again, I made no money. Okay. But now the point of failure was further along in my funnel. Now people did register for my webinar, but they didn't show up very well. Okay. I had a really low show up rate and made no sales. Okay. So how can I fix my show up rate? So I worked on the emails and the reminders that I was sending them to get them to show up for the webinar. And so I just did this, this incremental stepwise sort of process, fixing my funnel from the top down to the bottom. And I say it that way because most of the time funnels are depicted as like the leads coming in the top and then the sale happening at the bottom. So I started at the top. I worked my way all the way down to the bottom. And once I finally did that, then I finally had my first successful launch. Now, my audience was not very big at that point. And I was still making one kind of big mistake, which was I was selling a really inexpensive product. However, I will say I was doing that intentionally because I was just in this testing phase. I wasn't really trying to make a lot of money anymore. I was just trying to figure out, you know, what is going wrong here and what do these people actually want and how can I develop them and how can I close the sale? So I was doing this testing with a really inexpensive product, only about $30. So when I finally had this first successful launch, I made a pretty good number of sales. It was it was about 30 sales of this $30 product. And that brought in around $800. 
And really that led me to fixing one of the final remaining problems, which was that I needed to sell something that was more expensive if I wanted to be able to make more money. Because of course it was great to make 30 sales, but making only $800 wasn't going to be enough to be able to rely on my business as my full-time source of income. Now, I have a ton more that I want to share with you about sales systems, particularly, partly because when it comes to sales systems, as we talked about in today's episode, the first step is attract, right? Attracting the right leads, getting visibility. So this really ties into what we were talking about last week, people, okay? So you need profitable product, you need the right people, and you need a sales system. But a lot of the time, it works best to work on the people component and the sales system at the same time. A mistake I see a lot of people make is that they spend so long building their audience before they ever try to strategically sell something, which just means that you're putting off getting paid for a long time. You're putting off being able to rely on your business as your full-time source of income for a long time. So I find that it works a lot better to do this part of the process, kind of going back and forth between working on these two things. So first we create and test the product, and then we start building the sales system and we find some people. Then we build a little bit more of the sales system. We find some more people because as you build your sales system, you can be making money along the way. So there's a lot more I want to share with you. I need to take a little bit more time to map out next week's episode, figure out exactly which lessons I want to share with you, because there's only so much I can share on the podcast. There's just so much we could cover with this. You know, when we do this inside 100K Mastermind, we spend six months working with those clients, teaching them in depth that entire time. So it's a lot, but I want to boil it down and teach you the most important lessons. So I'm going to figure that out and then I'll have that episode ready for you next week. Until then, stay focused, keep on taking action. Don't give up. You are going to figure this out. Here's to your success. Are you ready to finally take the leap in your business to making six figures every year? I would love to work with you to turn your inconsistent income into consistent 10K plus months. And we've created an entire program to guide you to do exactly that. It's called 100K Mastermind, and it's a six-month mentorship that will guide you to set up your strategic automated sales funnel system and fuel it with ready-to-buy leads. Because I know that you don't just need a funnel, you need a strategically designed funnel that's based in sales psychology. And you need a system that's going to send leads into it. Because a funnel without any leads flowing into it isn't going to make you any money. If you're interested in working together to get your six-figure system set up, then head to gillianperkins.com slash 100k. That's gillianperkins.com slash 100k. On that page, you're going to find all the details about the program, what we cover in it, exactly what you'll learn and what you'll accomplish, as well as the dates for our next cohort and the link to apply. Again, just visit gillianperkins.com slash 100k. I can promise you this, your business and life will never be the same.